the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Lift Up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. We are here every weekday at this time to share the good news of Jesus and to lift up His name to this city. No matter if you are listening right now from your car or at home or in your place of work, we believe that today's sermon from Pastor Dudley will be a blessing to everyone. So if you can, get out your Bibles and let's join Pastor Dudley right now with his message. Do not be afraid of them. I've given them into your hand. Not one of them will be able to withstand you. Before the battle even begins, he says they've already been delivered. And verse 9 says, after an all-night march. Oh. Just because God makes a promise doesn't mean you're not going to have to get out and march a little bit. Just because God makes you a promise of deliverance doesn't mean you're going to have a little tough time. I guarantee you there were some people that were getting ready to go to sleep. I mean, it's nighttime. I'm ready to sleep. He wake up. What do you mean wake up? It's time for bed. I know. Get up. We got to march. March. Why? Well, we're going to do a surprise attack. Why? That's the middle of the night. God's already made the promise. I know, but we're marching. Just because God makes a promise doesn't mean you're going to have to go through some difficult times to see that miracle come to fruition. I want you to pause this story. Just put a pause and go back 40 years into time. 40 years right when they started to wander around in the wilderness. Joshua's predecessor, Moses, is standing in his own valley of opposition against the Amalekites. And in Exodus chapter 17, pay attention to what he says, verse 14. This is 40 years earlier. The Lord said to Moses, Moses, write this down on a scroll. Something to be remembered. In other words, don't ever forget what I'm about to say. Write it, write this down. Oh, 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 oh. And make sure that Joshua hears it. I will completely blot out the memory of Amalek from heaven. God made a promise to Moses, but God said, make sure Joshua hears this promise. Because I believe at that moment, 40 years earlier, God is laying the groundwork in Joshua's life that God is a promise maker and a promise keeper. And you jump forward back to our story, not against the Amalekites, now it's against the Amorites. God whispers to Joshua in verse 8, I've already delivered them into your hand. Joshua knew that God would never break that promise. Joshua can pray a sun stand still prayer because he knew that God is a God that can move mountains in order to keep his word. Write this down. What you ask God for is in direct proportion to your faith in God's ability to keep his promise. So when the Bible says, 
Hebrews 13, 5, that he will never leave you or forsake you. Do you have enough faith to believe that God can keep his word? In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, the Bible says, in Christ, you are a new creation. Do you have enough faith to believe that? Romans 8, 28 says that God will work all things together for the good of those who love him. Do you have enough faith to believe that that's true? That no matter what happens in your life, that God can turn it for the good. In Romans 8, verse 37, it says that we are more than conquerors. Do you have enough faith to believe that? Can we stand not just on the promises of God, but can we stand on God's ability to keep His promises? I think it's interesting, if you look at verse 12, I want to show you something else. On the day that the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, Joshua said to the Lord, this is a prayer, everybody say prayer. The Bible says, now look at these words, every word in the Bible is in there for a reason. It says that he said to the Lord, but his prayer was in the presence of Israel. Joshua prayed, his son stand still a prayer, not in silence, He prayed it out loud so all of Israel could hear him. Why is that? Could it be that he too was wanting the next generation to know that the God we serve has a track record of fulfilling his promises even when it seems like it's an impossible situation? Our God is a promise maker and he's a promise keeper. Amen. Number three, write this down. Astronomical faith resides in the presence of God. This story is amazing. In verse 12, everybody say verse 12. He prays 13 words asking the sun to stand still so that he could finish the battle. And in verse 13, the sun stands still. The Bible says... So the sun stood still and the moon stopped till the nation avenged itself on its enemies. The sun stopped in the middle of the day, delayed going down about a full day. Verse 14, there's never been a day like it before or since the day when the Lord listened to a man. Surely the Lord was fighting for Israel. So here's a couple of thoughts. One is what, what was the miracle? Did the sun actually stop? Or did the earth stop its rotation? I have behind me on the screen a picture of our solar system. Do you all see the sun? And you see the earth? And all these planets are going around the sun? We talk about sunrise and sunset. And we, we, we know the sun isn't actually rising or that the sun is actually setting. But we use those phrases. What happens is that Uh, it it looks like the sun is rising because the earth is spinning. And when it sets, the sun is not actually going down, but we talk about it going down, but it's that the earth is spinning and it looks like the sun is going down. How how many of you are confused? Uh, Listen to me. me. This is what schools should be teaching. Oh, you should have clapped a lot louder for that. Now, you know that the earth right now is spinning 1,000 miles an hour. 
a thousand miles an hour doing this. Thousand miles. Now you you don't. How many of you feel it? No, you don't feel it. How long does it take to go all the way around? One day. At a thousand miles an hour. Now while it's spinning, it's also rotating around the sun. You know how fast it's moving around the sun? 67,000 miles an hour. Right now, you're spinning like this a thousand miles an hour, and you're going that way 67,000 miles an hour, but you don't, you don't feel like it. How long does it take to go around the, the sun moving at 67,000 miles an hour? How long does it take? Uh, about a year. Wow. But again, we say the sun's not really moving. Oh, yes, it is. If I go to the next slide, this is just a rendition of the Milky Way, which is where our solar system exists. And there are some 200 billion stars in just the Milky Way. And there's a center or a core, and all of the Milky Way is rotating around the core. Now, if this is the core, and this is, it looks like a hurricane, but if this is the core, and this is the outer band of the Milky Way, the Earth is about halfway between. We're just a little dot there. But our solar system is rotating around the core, the whole solar system, including the sun. So don't ever say again, well, the sun never moves. Because our solar system is moving around that Milky Way, traveling at 450,000 miles an hour. Right now, our solar system, the sun and the earth, moving around the core of the Milky Way, traveling at almost 500,000 miles an hour. And not only that, the galaxy Milky Way is also moving. Because there are some 200 billion galaxies up there. How many of you dizzy? <laughs> I'm a little bit dizzy. So I said all that to ask you what really happened. And my answer is we don't know for sure. But one thing is obvious. That God who created the world certainly has the power to pause the world. I will also tell you that there is no such thing as laws of nature. Oh, preacher, please. There are no such things as laws of nature. What there are is called laws of God. God, listen, God doesn't operate according to the laws of nature. Nature operates according to the laws of God. Now, in order to have any law, there must first be someone with enough power and enough authority to make a law. Then there has to be someone with enough power and authority to enforce the law. So if God has the power to create a law or to enforce a law, then God certainly has the power to amend a law, to rescind a law, or to pause a law. God doesn't need our permission to do what He does because the Bible says that he holds the entire universe in the palm of his hand. He can do whatever he wants to do. That's good enough for me. Scientists have actually 
done work and studies that there is an extra day somewhere in our calendar. We really don't know where, how we got an extra day. I believe it's found right here in Joshua chapter 10. Why don't we pray, back to the beginning of this message, why don't we pray more sun standstill prayers like Joshua? Write this down. Every single follower of Christ can pray sun standstill prayers if you believe in a supernatural God. Now stay with me. I'm going to show you something you've never seen before. Who is it in verse 12 that prayed the prayer, Son, stand still. Who prayed that prayer? Joshua. I want to put a pause on that story again. And I want to take you back in time right when they started to wander around the wilderness. I want you to go to Exodus chapter 33. Oh, this is good stuff right here. This is after they crossed the Red Sea and Moses has received the Ten Commandments and God gives all these other instructions, one of which was to build a tabernacle and the tabernacle was kind of a portable tent that they would take with them as they wandered around where they would, what, what we would relate to as them having church. But this is, if you look at the Bible, Exodus 33, is before the, this is before the tabernacle was built. It says in verse 7, Moses used, used to, everybody say used to. He used to take a tent. And he would pitch it outside the camp, some distance away. And he called it the tent of what? Meeting. Anyone, say the word anyone. Anyone inquiring of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. Because again, this is the place where God would reside. Verse 8. Whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people rose and stood at the entrances to their tents watching Moses as he entered into the tent. Verse 9. As Moses went into the tent, the Bible says that the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. Now I have a picture here, just a rendition, at nighttime where it was a pillar of fire. But during the daytime, it'd be a pillar of cloud. So this, to me, looks like the Porter Ranch gas leak, to me. But you can see off in the distance where all the tents are. And outside the camp, they would place this tent. Now, eventually it would become the tabernacle, which eventually becomes the temple. Stay with me. Look at verse 9 again. As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance while the Lord actually, literally spoke with Moses. Just two more verses. Verse 10. Whenever the people saw the cloud 
standing at the entrance of the tent, they would all stand and worship each at the entrance of their tent. Are you with me? Now here's the last verse. You've probably never read this or seen this before in the Bible. It says that the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. But the last line says Moses would return to the camp but his young aide Joshua son of Nun did not leave the tent. That means that Joshua was there when Moses went in there and when Moses was done talking to the Lord that Moses would go back But young Joshua desired to stay in the presence of God. Does that give you chills at all? Stay with me, stay with me. The only way to truly know God and the power of God, the God that can move mountains, the God that can defeat armies, the God that can restore marriages, the God that can rebuild your lost finances, The God that can bring prodigals home. The God that can overcome impossible situations. We need to remain in the presence of a God who saves. Remain in the presence of a God who can heal. Remain in the presence of a God who can deliver. Remain in the presence of a God who can provide. Remain in the presence of a God who can overcome. I showed you that because Joshua's prayer and faith didn't just come out of thin air. It came after he recalled all the miracles that God had done in his past. It came after he remembered the promises of God, that God has the ability to keep all of his promises. And it was born out of a lifetime of being in the presence of God, giving him the confidence to pray and to believe that the creator God of the universe would alter the physics of creation for that day. Yes, it was a brave prayer. Yes, it was an audacious prayer. Yes, it was an astronomical prayer. But he believed in the God that he was praying to. What is it that you need God to do in your life? I want you to write this down. If the size of the need that you have in your life seems too big for you. It's just the right size for God. Let's stand. Let's stand. The Bible says in the New Testament, Paul said that these earthly bodies are a tent this is an earthly tent he calls this body and we know that God through his Holy Spirit lives well not inside the tent of the meeting where Moses was at not inside the tabernacle not inside the temple God lives inside of this earthly tent and you need to know that you have the power and the presence of God within you And you live knowing that that power and his presence is there 
Ask God whatever miracle you need and believe that he has the ability to answer that prayer. Let's pray. God, thank you for today. Bless this church. Thank you for bringing us here. Oh, I walked in here today and we worshiped. And we studied the word and the Bible says where two or three or more gathered that he's there in their midst. And I believe that God was here today, that he's here this very moment. And that's, that's why, God, we got to learn how to turn off the television. We have to learn how to turn social media off. Turn the news off. Turn all the bad stuff that we're looking at off. Maybe even find some new friends. And we got to get back to being in the Word. And back to praying. And quiet the noise. And be still. Praying, crying out. Knowing that we're in your presence, God. Because Lord, when I know that I'm in your presence and you're in me. There, there is no enemy that can defeat me. There is nothing I need to be fearful of because I know you will never leave me and you will never forsake me. And everywhere I put my foot today and walk, I believe I'm walking in faith. It's your kingdom come. And I pray... God, that you would help us today to recall all the miracles that God has done in the past, to remember every promise, and to walk every moment of every day just being in your presence. Bless this church. Bring us back safely next week, we pray. In Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. amen, amen. Thank you for coming to church today. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. We know as Christians, our relationship with Jesus is a daily commitment and not just something we do on the weekends. We believe we have the perfect gift today to help you maintain your daily connection to our Lord for the coming year. Romancing Royalty is a daily devotional book designed to draw you closer to King Jesus with 365 inspirational stories, scriptures, prayers, study questions, and even a place to journal. There are more than 100 contributors to this book, including Greg Laurie, the late John Wooden, Tony Campolo, Jack Hayford, Raul Rees, and Jim Garlow, just to name a few. We know this daily devotional will be a blessing to you. It also makes the perfect holiday gift for a friend or loved one. 
Pastor Dudley's top-selling daily devotional, Romancing Royalty, is available right now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. Romancing Royalty can be yours by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. Our number again is 888-818-4777. You can also order Romancing Royalty directly from our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. We know there are many daily devotionals available today, but none come close to the level of insightful contributors to this book. It's our most popular seller this time of year. So we invite you to call and get your copy of Pastor Dudley's daily devotional, Romancing Royalty, today. Hello, friends. My name is Dusty Frizzell, and I want to invite you to our Thursday night service at Shepherd Church. That's right. We're adding a fourth service. Worship service starts at 7 p.m., and it's for all ages. We'll be following the same sermon series as the weekends, and you'll hear from myself, from some of my friends, and even from Pastor Dudley. So if you'll be gone on a weekend or you just want to open up some seats for others on the weekends, join us on Thursdays at 7 p.m. I hope to see you there. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us tomorrow at this same time as we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.